Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Well, hi everyone. We're in Miami, Florida. This is Room Service Diaries. I'm Luke Thomas. That's Brian Campbell. And Aren't you blocking the shot with all this shit? I gotta put the stuff in. We're gonna get fired for this, usually. But, uh, BC, I have to say, you're red as a red lobster <laughs> cheddar biscuit. <laughs> it's been a fucking good week, man. Dude, it has been a good week for this fucking brand. I don't want it, this to be the mountaintop moment of MK, and I don't think it will be. But this is a big hill we, we climbed, and, and we got here with, uh, with all great things that you can say about us. But uh, thank you to our... Uh, thank you to the people that consider this entertainment, because uh, that's how we got here. Uh, what, a, what a time. What a time to be alive. Man, that feeling. You and I sometimes talk about the feeling, the rush. Being at that weigh-in today felt big time. I mean, was... Again, say what you will about the fight. I don't care. You know, I don't care. So let's backtrack a little bit here if we can. Um, hopefully these microphones work. I'm going to put this up a little bit. Um, we arrived on Wednesday night, or Wednesday. We didn't do anything that day. Thursday, we, they bought us, they took us to, like, they took us to this place in the, I guess it's called the Design District. It's, like, supposed to be really nice. I, I on, on room service, I mean, on, uh, the MK doc that we filmed uh, some interviews today, I referred to it as Miami's Beverly Hills. So it's like yeah. it, it, it's Rodeo like, Drive. I, I called it Hodeo Drive, yeah. like, like Honaldo, like and you know, it just it just happened to work out that there were a lot of whores around. That many, area. many whores, yes, many whores. <laughs> yeah. uh, but also, just it's like it's like you know, to pick your city. It was Fifth Avenue in LA. It's yeah. whatever or New York. I'm sorry. Uh, so they took us to the Versace. And then as a bit, because we were going to be in the Versace mansion for the media day or whatever, they bought us Versace robes, real Versace robes, which I realize are cursed, but this has not been a cursed week for us. And well, you know, there were moments. That there were... <laughs> <laughs> Between this rash that's trying to get me and uh, this, actually, it's poison ivy. I know. Yeah. And I'm on the steroid right now to fix it. Um, and me getting sent to hell a few times, a few times. But I got to tell you, we did that, we did the media availability day. We interviewed Logan Paul, which I thought I would never do. And I, I had no intentions of doing, but it just happened. It wasn't bad. He's a nice kid. I mean, listen, I've been, I've been terribly insulting towards him, but honestly, like this fight, the fight, this, we're recording this on Saturday night, so the weigh-ins have just happened. We just came back from the weigh-ins. The fight is stupid, and everyone knows it. Showtime knows I feel that way. But in terms of the magnitude of it, and then me and BC getting like assignments to cover it, dude, we've been waiting for this a long time, man. A long time, right? I mean, don't you feel that way? Like, I feel like, like it's like, dude, like, this shit is starting to come together for us, and I almost don't believe it hey, for hey, that reason. Hey, 
Look at us, right? Look at us. Can you believe it? Can I mean, you fucking on, believe it? Salud, man. Yeah, that's to all the Colombians, including Danny Segura, who you saw. I, I saw, I had guy. dinner with Danny last night. But hold on, so we did that. Then uh, Friday, what did we do? What day is it today? Friday, we... Uh, we oh, we did MK. Yeah, we did MK. We, I did the undercard thing. We did MK, and we got on set. If you haven't watched Friday's episode and you think it's just some, like, whatever, no. We got Chad Johnson on the MK set. We got Brendan Schaub on the MK set. It was a little bit wild. Maybe I'll, you know, I'm sorry, okay? It was a little bit of who could yell the loudest and who could share bad jokes to each other. And who could, you know, be passive-aggressive in ways that I don't think so. certain but, corners of the internet might find. But I will say this. Today is Saturday, and we just did the, the weigh-in show special with Brendan. Um, Dude, that was fucking awesome. Look, bro. Today. Today. I, you know, I was, I was the, the, the third wheel on, on Friday. No. Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah, but, on Friday, yes. But today... No, dude. You we, rocked that shit we, today. We... He has a home today in MK. He's not homeless anymore. No. Like, this is, you know what I'm saying? This, like, this not is... A homeless cat, some might say. <laughs> I mean, uh, dude, actually, seriously, yeah. I've never hung out with Shab that long as we did today. No, he was good we today. We had a lot of laughs. He was we good today. He was laughs. great yeah. today. He dressed not at all according to what they told us the dress code was. Yeah. So, shouts to Shab for being like, fuck that shit, yeah. I ain't doing that. Uh, but he totally played ball with us. Well, it's not like, like the dress code. It's not like there was a gun to our head, I but know, it was I suggestive. But, like, we're they in, were like no pink pants. He's just a little bit more established at Showtime than we are. So like when I see that, I'm like, you can't fuck this up. Yeah, and yeah. I brought three suits and shit. So, oh, yeah. Um, but he, he was good. They brought Chris Cyborg on stage for just a short amount of time. She was great. Matt, AJ McKee looked like a million bucks. AJ McKee was awesome. They brought in Matt Barnes for a short amount of time. That rocked. And dude, then they sent fucking BC. I hosted the the, the 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 three of us or the four of us, whatever it was, sitting at the desk. But then they sent BC to go interview Floyd and Logan. Dude, you fucking killed it. Oh, thank you, you. I'm, thank I'm you. serious, dude. I'll tell you what. You, I, I will, dude, I always give you your props when you do well. You fucking killed it. You didn't stumble. You asked all the right questions. You got the right answers. They didn't necessarily give you exactly what you were looking right, for, right. but that's not your fault at all. So, thank you, and uh, that that was a last-minute knowledge. On the way there, we found out that... that yeah, they the didn't, they, he didn't prove that at all. Jim Gray or, or whomever, so it was awesome to get that chance, but, dude, the energy on the stage was sick. I actually couldn't get to the fires because as Logan and Floyd were preparing for the faceoff, both teams converged, probably in anticipation of some kind of skirmish. I think you and I thought there would be some kind of, like... Moment pushing and shoving, so there was Dana doing the bit where he gets in the middle, right? And there wasn't. So I go to interview Floyd after talking to Logan, but Logan's still in my ear talking shit. And then <sighs> I said to Floyd, You know, we went through gotcha hat this week. As I said that, I'm like, Oh shit, he's actually wearing a hat. Is Logan gonna reach around a bit or an Ethereum hat? And uh, and are we gonna be at World War uh, II here? Because there wasn't a lot of room left on the stage, dude. They were been. literally, I was fucking, I, w I was like, If anything happens there's going to be a disaster because if you actually go back and you watch it, there's like if, if you're watching the stage Logan is on this side Floyd's on that side and all their people were on stage to the point where they were literally at the very end of it in other words if anyone had shoved anyone else and had spilled over people were going to start falling off that bitch you think Trick Daddy was in the back just like just just eating I mean he was just bro he was like a victory post post listen, meal listen bro. I, my understanding is Trick still has a lot of his money he just got fat, you know. Oh, he's he watching it. And Yo, he, he was wearing tight fuck. clothes, and he's just kind of like. Trick Daddy performed like, oh, you know nah, that Trick Daddy. Did and he, he do was the big hit? he was fat as Christ. I mean, he was. Did huge. he do the the hit, the big hit, the big hit? Like the. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, take it to the house. Take it to the house. I don't think he did that one. No, no, but No Nah is a big one. 
You know, Shab said before he started, he said, you know, Trick, don't mess around with the new stuff, dude. Play the play the classics. Play, play the hits, buddy. Play the hits, you know. People come to see, you know, when they when they go see Guns N' Roses, they want to see November Rain. Yeah, we, come on. Okay. Uh, uh, but no, that was cool. Matt Barnes was cool as shit. I would love, look, you and I, we've crossed over with the weighing in. We've crossed over with uh, Brendan this weekend. I love if we could get the chance. Even though you called him Jerry Stackhouse and not I know. <laughs> Stack Stephen Jackson. I don't know Jackson. what's wrong with me. Um... I would love to get. I also I also there. said the basketball, which I didn't realize I. Had yeah, see, said. I almost cut you off, but I'm like to that's kill a me. Dick, that's kind of a dick move. You, I, I, I would have deserved. You're like it. you know, Matt. You know, obviously you have you know you. you I meant to you, say you the, the NBA. You played the basketball. You played the basketball. <laughs> are, you, are you guys smoking the grass? I mean, like okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, hold on, I'm trying to find this uh, the song from Trick Daddy. Uh, and then there was a bunch of people I never heard of on stage. I will say, if you look at the final scene when BC is interviewing the two and then they face off or whatever, there's there's like five Wu Tang clans on the fucking stage. You don't see that at UFC weigh-ins ever. UFC is like very strict about who's there, how quickly it all moves, dude. Boxing, it's like yeah. So don't get me wrong, like event to event. If I'm media, I prefer the way the UFC does it because it's like. It, that? You give them that credit. It's a well you, Yeah, dude, they it's don't like fuck WWE. around. It is like second by second you yeah. are where you're supposed to They be. don't fuck around. But boxing, there's got to be, there's something to be said about boxing just being a fucking zoo. Yes, it is. It is. So it's such a zoo, Luke, that, as I told you, I could, I could barely get to Logan and, and Floyd for the interview. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't on pace to get there in time. I had to push through people. Okay. Like, that would, you would never have that flow. You know what I'm saying? Elsewhere. It, it was wild, man. It was, it was a... It was a wild rush. Um, you, anything good, Luke? You got any? Uh, I'm trying to find that song. I actually DMs from uh, any Latinos in there, or just the mission? Girl, you know that. Bitch. That was actually one of his albums. www.thug.com. I wonder if he still owns that domain. You know? <clears throat> anyway, he was there and he was overweight, but it was okay. I mean, we did uh, see a Miami he, he was Imagine if Uncle time. Luke was there, Luther Campbell. That would have been <laughs> two live crew reunion with that, that awesome Asian guy. You know, like I'm talking about the Asian guy, the dude, the yeah. fat dude, that yeah, the yeah, yeah, guy, yeah. that guy's the best. He was like man. their version of Fife Dog or something. Yeah. Or, or Flavor Flav. Yeah. God, that's so funny. In the 90s, the two most important music acts in terms of like free speech were like the two least defensible Cannibal Corpse and two live crew. They were the ones that were getting shouted out by Bob Dole yeah, as like, both from Florida. Turns out. Turns out. Uh, Florida, though, if, you, if, you, if you'd if never been to Florida and they dropped you where we are, Aventura, whatever kind of rich... Aventura. Rich bitch area that is. Oh, and, God, uh, it's so rich over here. It is. It's like... It's do, the, like do the cars here? It's, it's... It's old, rich people, like, wonderland around here. It's just like... And also, like, people who... I don't know... I can't tell if this place is absolutely filled to the brim with millionaires or there's a lot of people posing. Probably a little bit of both. Because, dude, we were just at the Seminole Hard Rock, and who was it? Two Lamborghinis pe- peeled out, making yeah. noises, and then, a, and then a Bentley GT comes up, and then a Phantom Rolls Royce. The car game down here is out of control. There's a lot of old guys with money who have considerably young women on their arms. Yeah. And the thing is, they like when you look at their woman. They like that. Oh, shit. they get off on that. They got they got that greasy George Hamilton skin, like that, just like that, like leathery shit. You know. They've been on a boat for just too many years. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You see that in Colombia, by the way. They get the, you see these like mafioso types, and they. Uh, I, I, a couple times I went to Colombia and I saw my wife. I'm like, I was trying to ask her. I'm like, okay, I get that they're rich. How are these old, saggy bald, leathery zeros, with like these tens out of every every time we go to a bar, 
and she was at a club or whatever, and she was telling me they call them prepagos, prepaids. Oh, no, like a like, like a, high, high, high like end the, escort. It's like the the burner phone of prostitutes. Or no, 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 no. The, opposite. The, the exact opposite. Like instead of just somebody in a back alley giving you a smoker on your hog, um, <laughs> you actually pay for like a date and time and like they and hang out with seen, you right? and then being seen together yeah. and then you. Pro I mean, I, I'm I guessing mean, we they bang them. Did you know? that with Shab today. Was he our prepago? We kind of whored him out. We, right? we, 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 yeah. He showed up, you know, his just looking like Don Johnson, at, you know, dude, he's, walking out of a me methadone uh, clinic. Like, like no jokes. He, he's big as shit, dude. Bro. Brendan Schaub. Big as shit. Can we stop for a second? Brendan Schaub's been in the weight room, like, a lot. You know, his form may not be, may not be perfect. His, okay, his form is barbaric, but that dude... This is what blows my mind about Brendan. It's like, okay, Brendan will tell you he's the first guy who like couldn't cut it in the NFL, like made it to like practices, and then you know that was it for that him. That was it, yeah. And you just have to imagine like how good are the athletes there that a guy who doesn't really try and can fucking jerk six hundred off the ground, deadlift six hundred off the ground, and then four hundred on bench for two reps with the worst technique imaginable. <laughs> uh, you have to be so fucking strong for that. It's out of, like I mean, that still probably gets chicks in 2021. I mean, like he's like huge. we can make fun of Logan Paul, bro. He was cut as shit. I'll give him his credit, bro. His I traps mean, were <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, you gotta. He go. was Julienne. That shit's ridiculous. That fight tomorrow's gonna be so stupid. <laughs> he's gonna get worked over, and everyone's gonna be like, "That's right." All right. So, so look. Uh, one one answer to this question, like. Is Floyd going to knock him cold? Like, like cold. one punch. Cold, I don't know. Like, almost like that when Butterbee went to WrestleMania that time in like 1999 and he killed Bart Gunn. I mean, he just like mainly. You know, I've never seen that. I need to Dude, see that. He, it's it's criminal that they put that shit together. Uh, but uh, I don't. Is that good? Is that good for this? Because look, is that good for this this pro wrestling fight thing? That this look, there's regular boxing on Showtime and it's these carnival. Uh, celebrity fights. Yeah. Is that good for the celebrity fight thing? If Floyd mainlines him, just, I mean, just, just kill him. I don't know how you preserve this thing over the long haul. I really don't. Like, I don't know what the angle is. Like, how do we keep freak shows alive? I don't. Well, with storylines. So does Jake Yeah, come but like, in? even then, dude, does it Jake, runs its course. Bro, do they have Jake throw the towel? Does Jake come out tomorrow night? Dude, I don't, I'm not playing your pro wrestling storyline game. It's Rocky This Ford. guy had literally spent hours in meetings describing how, how central the hat was, the gotcha hat, to like how everything was going to go down today or tomorrow. And it played no role whatsoever. Bro, I wrote a 4,000 word oral history on gotcha hat. I can't shit. believe, I can't believe they pay us to do this. I really can't. Dude, by the way, I've gotten like an in, inordinate amount of tweets from people that have followed my boxing work for, a year, for years. OG like, you know, followers or, or whatever, readers, fans, whatever you want to call them. And, and they're, they're pissed. I mean. At it, what? At me in a sense, like, selling my soul and soiling it, not for coming here to cover it, but for writing that many pieces. It's like, I just want to let people in on this. For, like, a website like CBS Sports, this Mayweather-Paul fight, it does, like, 37 times the traffic of normal shit. Like, just, it does, uh, uh, yeah, like... Let's talk business for a second. The site has to sell, even a big one, as big as CBS Sports, they have to sell a certain amount of ad inventory every month. When you get traffic like this is bringing, whatever else you want to say about it, dude, it makes the month. So they're like literally like, everything else could go away. It makes the month. I mean, when we look back every year, year into year, and my, the team does a great job with the numbers and crunching them, and it's like we identify, okay, who moves for us? You gotta put your hand down because you're, yeah. You're I mean, it's it's like it's Manny Pacquiao, it's Conor McGregor, and then it's just like freak shit. 
and that's the truth. And that's why there's a WWE page still there. I mean, that, you know, that, that's what WWE it is. does better traffic than a lot. I know for a fact because I've seen it. It does better traffic than a lot of MMA news stories. And, um, which breaks my so heart, but it's true. I get people that they're mad that I wrote a story that says, what happens if Floyd loses? You did, you did. You know, like what happens to boxing? <laughs> what happens to his reputation? What happens next, right? I know. But that's and, kind of like asking, what happens if Floyd gets struck by well, lightning it's, and it's, shits it's, elephants? What like, else are you going to write about, folks? It's part of the coverage plan for a for a side see, I, fight. I feel, like I, ha- I, I feel like I was in a better position. Like People were emailing me and being like, you said you'd never interview Logan. Well, yes, that's true. I did say that. But like, here, here's why I think it's a little bit different. People were emailing me, PR people, being like, hey, would you like to interview Logan Paul and Jake Paul before blah, blah, blah? I was like, fuck no, I don't care about right. that shit. Ahead of the KSI fight, he was like, very gettable. It's like, gettable. I just, no, I don't care. And even even like the at the at the Versace thing, like I didn't need to talk to him. It was just part of the okay, experience. Okay, we got to get past this conversation. Look, can we put a couple things on the table? Like, I don't, like, unless it's against some moral thing you have, if your employer is invested in something... Yeah, you got to do And it. it's better That for was you, the answer. Showtime was like, hey, this is part of the And it's better gig. for your career and our brand to do it. It's not like it's fucking tennis. I get that it's celebrity mixed match boxing, but it wouldn't be on Showtime pay-per-view unless it's a guarantee that people are going to care about it, and we get a chance to be part of that. We're not telling... We're not illegally hyping... Illegally. We're not, like, immorally hyping up Logan's chance. We're telling the damn truth here. But, like... Whatever network it's going to fall on, somebody's going to cover it. And if we are in the same overall Viacom CBS sphere, I want CBS Sports to be the site of record covering that. Should we, should we, we're on Showtime. That's got to be the coverage think, I of record. I, I mean, I don't feel like you need to be the site of record to cover this. But it's part of your company. Like, that's just the reality No, but Showtime is like, dude, we're going to host a media day. If you work for the for us at media day, you got to talk like, to them. Okay, is, fine. Whatever. Okay, but what do, what do people want you to do? Step aside. And well, that's say, the, you know this, I mean? like, this is what you have to understand about this weekend. I think this is what I've come to, and Brian understands this about me. Listen, this fight is stupid. I've told Showtime executives to their face, it is fucking stupid. But it's funny. They, it's fun. But two things: one, they don't even disagree with me. Two, they've never censored my opinion. Three, there's a whole mess pe- of people who are going to be entertained by it, probably. Uh, and four, this is the most important one. It doesn't matter what I think about it. Being here. If you guys like MK, us being here is, I can't overstate this, game-changing for us. Dude, the Showtime execs are very happy with us this week, which and we are thrilled about. And it brings in money that it's sort of like, oh, I hate, I go to big-time college and I hate my football team. The whole campus is about football, blah, blah, blah. It's because that, that financially fuels everything. I mean, like, look, at the end yeah. of the day. So when I make these arguments that, like, people that are hardcore boxing people, they don't have to embrace this, but to act like it doesn't, do something positive for the sport, get people that only watch two fights a year or never at all, and then they're into this, it's not going to take over your regular model. No, and also, dude, understand this. Like, so we did the... So are we supposed to just not do our job? Like, it, it's Well, hold on. Silly. Yes, yes, hold on. You but could... it's also a fight. I don't... No, no, no. I, I know it's a stupid fight, but it's also a fight involving Mayweather, who's undefeated. Like, yeah, it's a stupid it's, fight. But it, he... it means something. Mm, not really. But listen, I'll say it means... It means everything to us. News-wise. New, maybe no, no, no. I'm talking about like what it means for MK and you and me. And you in particular and me in particular. Like in different ways and then also together. This is the thing. If I had... Showtime gave me the choice. They said, do you even want to go to Florida? I, and I told them, you want me to go to Florida? I'll go to Florida. But like I'm not going to like tell people that Logan Paul's got a chance. I'm not doing that shit. They said, okay. So they sent us down here. Dude, us doing what we did. Thursday's Versace mansion shit and then the weigh-ins just now. Dude, I'm telling you. Big, important people at the company saw it, and they had fucking rave reviews. We want to do the things that's like Charlo versus Canelo or whatever, a big yeah. fight. This is how we get there. And, and one Period. more thing. And I, we, 
spoiler alert, on Doc 4, and we're filming and doing some fun stuff. And one of the things was like, man, you know, I hope this isn't the week MK sells out. We lose all of our hardcore fans because we went pop disco, you know, when we're a metal band. Um, this is the biggest fight of this couple weeks. So that's why we're giving it that, the coverage it deserves. Guess what's coming up after this? I mean, everything you ever wanted as an MMA and boxing fan. And we're going to give those the same level yeah, of coverage. Yeah. So, I mean... You no, know, we'll probably give more for those, uh, actually. Obviously. So, so yeah. yeah. We, we're just here for showtime. But um, anyway, so I put out a tweet asking for questions, BC. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's get some of these, shall we? Uh, okay. Bum, bada, bum, 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 bum. Let's see. All right, from... Yo, I kind of wanted to ask Matt Barnes if he had blood on him. <laughs> Dude, I'm pretty sure he did. When he walked by, I got a contact high. Uh, God bless him. I wish Yo, I, I had that kind of to. life. Jeez, I would just love walk to. around high all the Dude, time. Dude, I'd love to have him on a show like this where we could just... I mean, that's basically what their show is, so give them credit. But like, where we just ask him the fan questions that we would want. about. Yeah. Like, I want to know who's the alpha in the locker room. You know what I mean? I want to know... like. Kobe bitch, bitch people out Jordan style. You know what I mean? You I want to ask about like Kwame, that. didn't you? You want to ask about Kwame. A little bit. A little bit. All right, here we go. BC. This is from Sam Lau. If you were to start a new NBA franchise, who would be your number one pick? In other words, give me a current NBA player who's your number one for the future. So, like, imagine they're going to bring an expansion team and then pull people from certain teams. Yeah, yeah. How, how do you go? Did you see that fucking Suns game where they eliminated LeBron? No, I haven't been watching any of Dude, it. Dude, Devin Booker it was, could yeah, not be stopped. Yeah. He could not be stopped. You know, I'm not... Normally, I, I, I would, you know, certainly dominate. I mean, I guess you got to go due to age and impact Anthony Davis. Yeah, LeBron's great, but he's, yeah, he's not... Yeah, you got to go Anthony he's not Davis long for the to world. answer this question. AD's big. Um, I, I still might go Durant. I think he's got some life left in him. Yeah, I don't think you can build a team around him, though, can you? Kevin Durant? N they just did it in, in Brooklyn. Right, but they're doing super teams now. But you're talking about an expansion team that you are building around for the future. Can we only win the championship these days with super teams? Is that the culture that the NBA is in? Probably. I mean, Probably. you can argue. Could you argue if that's the Nets what the win 80s this? Were, if the Nets win this season, then I think you're. It's I over. mean, the Celtics and Lakers in the '80s, although they did it through shrewd those drafting are, and stuff, personnel moves. Those are super fucking teams. Huge super teams. And then they, to your point, with well, well uh, scouted. But you uh, didn't have players. the ability for people to team up and become free agents together yeah, and yeah. pull that shit. Right. Imagine if we could do that, Luke, in the MMA business. Imagine if the entities that were managed. If were, we could bring one person to the MK universe to work with us, who would we bring? Okay, I want to get to that. But like, what if our employer? What if we were eligible for trades, like a pro sports system? Okay. Oh God. And what if, like, you know, okay, I got X amount of years left under CBS, but then we find out tomorrow that we've been, you and I have been traded for Ariel Hawani. Like, what if it's just something like Matt, and we're like, oh shit, I got, I'm going back to ESPN. I got so to move we went back to ESPN. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I, I mean, I'm, I, I, I don't want to go anywhere. Showtime's been unbelievably kind to me, but couldn't complain about an ESPN gig, could you? It's just wild if we could be traded, Luke, in this fake universe. But who would I want to? What free agent would I want to walk right in on MK? Yeah, you could pull anybody. Who would be a great person? Not that they would be on the show, but like in the space. Oh, in the, in the universe. Yeah, they would fill in on occasion, but they would do like news write-ups and like interviews and then... What do you think? Probably Ioana. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if Morning Combat was just you and Ioana? And she's like, Brian, why are you just masturbating on screen? This she's is in Cancun right now. This is not show. So I've been told. Although that's the worst accent ever. Uh, yeah, okay. that was that was like post-war. Uh, it was like post-war Chernobyl. It's like waiting in line. Why for is Campbell yeah. American masturbating in bus stop? Okay, 
you could trade a skill slash a talent that you have now yes. that makes you money. By the way, he this is what he writes. He goes, bad news, art is not a talent. <laughs> <laughs> For some other skill and talent that you don't have. Within our field or not? That makes you money. That makes you money. Uh, that's a great point. What would it be? That's a great question. I'd have to trade one to get one. I'd have to trade a very important skill. So yeah. I'd have to trade the ability to write or talk in front of a camera or whatever for something more that could make me money. I Honestly, you're going to laugh at me for this. I really wish I was more... Uh, you had a, a hog like Rocco. Is that where you go with this? I'm alright with my hog size. I'm, I, I'm doing fine there, but uh, no. In all honesty, like whenever you do your paintings, I'm always like one percent jealous that I don't have any ability or even like really initiative to do that. But it does seem like it'd well, be really did good I for until me. Like six months ago. Yeah, though. but it does seem like it'd be good for. I, I, here, here, okay, I wish I could draw. I honestly okay. wish I could draw. Okay. Oh, if it's as easy as this, I mean. Being a musician, yes, without without oh, question. Oh, that's a good one. Being a musician, and like like everybody else. What instrument else, would you play? Like like you could be just a fucking. Okay, forever it was guitar, and it makes sense, right? Yeah. And I actually had like a lot of people had a lot of failed stop starts, you know, where I bought guitars and I played them, and I never got formal training, but just by jerking around and jerking off and stuff, I could get <laughs> okay for a month. But then, uh, listen, Brian, as your guitar teacher, <laughs> you've got to stop ejaculating on the frets, please. Uh, but. Um, you know, I guess I have to say by fault the guitar. Although lately, I'm through my jazz fusion, I'm getting into bass as the lead instrument uh, so much in ways I never even thought about it before. Been listening to a lot of Cream. Bass with, is cool, with Jack man. Bruce, who plays that heavy, dark. You know, um, but do you know Thundercat? No, the bass player. Who, no, the, oh, dude, we gotta talk about. The, we'll talk about him later. Right. But you guys, but look, I'm wondering if I would trade. The guitar for, for pipes. I'm talking about like rock oh, pipes. Fuck. I mean, is it is really the being a lead singer is the coolest fucking thing you can do, right? Man. Like I mean, a, obviously some can do fr both. Frontmen, like the, the the world's elite frontmen. Yeah, who they, don't even need to play guitar. They're just fucking frontmen. They're men, just frontmen. You know? I mean, you're like you're thinking Jagger. You're thinking uh, fucking David Lee Roth. That's a frontman right Axel. there. Axel. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's a big Scott one. Scott Stapp. <laughs> He's a little bit dead. Hey, we had a nice argument the other day, me and one of the Showtime guys. The first Creed album, I think, like, you, you can't tell anyone, but it kind of holds, it's kind of not suck, bad. Suck, it's like, suck, It's not bad, bro, Suck okay? all the dicks. It's before Balls Wide Open. Instead of All the stuff. Smokes, there should be a podcast called All the Dicks, and you're just on screen um, sucking right, well, Music-wise, what would you, what, if you could just be, like, aw, like... If I could be any kind of musician... You can't you? be, like, John Bottom on drums, but you could be, like, good enough to go start a, a band that maybe could do something. You know, like, you're a good fucking musician, you know? I'm with you on bass. I, I think bass is, like, it's the core of what oftentimes music can be built around. So I never looked at the bass as doing anything more than, like, be, Accompanying like offensive the guitar? linemen. Yeah. Serviceable work, right? And I didn't realize there were things... I wasn't even, like, listening with my, with my ability to hear and, and separating the bass through Jazz Fusion and Jocko Pastorius. Look, I went back and re-listened to The Who, who I've always been a big fan of. John Wessel on bass, The Ox. Dude, he's playing fucking lead guitar on his bass. Yeah, like, it's just like... He's a, he's, it's he's a next, maniac. I was listening to Jack Bruce. I mean, he's basically playing rhythm guitar, so Clapton and Cream could solo over. We should become bass players, Luke. Slap bass? Bop! Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. We should start a band with two basses <laughs> and a power bottom. <laughs> That's you. Uh, all right, BC. If you had to recruit five fighters to compete for Factory Town MMA team, yes. who would you choose? That's a great. Give, give okay. me the Factory so Town MMA team. So draft. this is like starting an expansion team, right? It's, yep. like, it's the same mm -hmm. thing. You could pull from any team. Okay. Choose wisely, bitch. So, so the first one's hard because it's like, who's the fucking face of Factory Town MMA? Ooh. 
Dude, it's got to be from Connecticut. It's got to okay. be Brendan Ward. No, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. No. No, I'm serious. I'm talking about more success. Brendan Ward had to, had a window, but I'm talking about more successful fighters. He could thump. Like Michael Chiesa, I want at Factory Town MMA. Okay. That's a great call. You know what I mean? He fits in there, but I don't think he's not the face of it though. He's, he's not the lunch pail, but he's talented. You know, you're even your boy Anthony Smith. He, I think he could cut at Factory Town MMA. I think okay? he's perfect for Factory Town okay. MMA. Um, That's two, two white guys. You know, I need some workmen like chicks too, though, right? You know, who's a that's a who's a who's a chick? Is Carla Sparza a grinder? I was just gonna say she's she's turned into one. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, grinder. I just uh, yeah. Dude, by the way, when you asked Brendan Shaw if he would like celebrity box, and he was like, no, <laughs> um, no fucking chance. Look, who's the face of Factory Town MMA? Who is the best fighter we can find that fits that mold right now of active fighters? Who's the fucking face of FTM? M-A. You know what? You're going to laugh at me. I think it's true. I think Patricio Freire. Pitbull. Yo. Because he just wants to drink blood. And he's, mean, from, and he's from like a rough and tumble background, you know? I think he's favela your Favela Town MMA? Yeah, Favela Town MMA. <laughs> yeah, that would be our... And uh, we'll get Danny to be our translator, even though he doesn't <laughs> speak Portuguese, just Spanish. It's like a halfway, you know? Yeah. Uh, don't you think Patrice will be fit? I, th I, mean, I, th he, I think he's perfect. He would, he would definitely. But dude, we gotta have a lot of like, um, like stray cats. The, the reference there, but in our gym, we gotta have some weirdos like Jeremy Stevens. Like we gotta get the dude from uh, Faraz Trains, uh, Manuel Neto or whatever his name oh, was. Oh, the dude from Rat Bellator? Garbage. Rat Garbage. His literal nickname is Rat yeah, Garbage. That's the Beltor guy. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Weird dude who looks like he'd be like a waiter or something yeah. in a restaurant. He's yeah. got like seven haircuts <laughs> going on at once, and they're all out of date. <laughs> Uh, um, but he can I'm, fight his ass off, you know. Yeah, dude, we need a we need a few of those. Like I, I might even like get Matt Brown. I might get him. Oh, he's part. Carlos Condit, you could pick. Um, what about Mike Perry? Mike Perry's a factory town guy. Dude, I would love to have him represent. Fat. I actually like if we could. Coach Latore could be there as well. You know, dude, fucking killing it. Dude, I'll I'll put in a daycare for Ocean. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, got, you know, good. I should probably get my own merch going because it would probably be out way sooner than this uh, merch 2.0 that was supposed to go launch yesterday. Remember that? No? Yeah, my wife's texting me. Yeah. All right, right, here we go. Sorry, no, that's important. Hang on. My, my cat is, he's not. He's not gonna, yeah, Mo Mocha. He ain't going to make it, bro. Ugar. He ain't going to make it. Uh, I'm uh, kind of sad about it, but whatever. All right, hold on. Dude, I love cats, man. Uh, dude, don't you, like, this is what bothers me about the whole cat thing. It's like people are like, oh, I like dogs. Dude, I fucking love dogs. Like, you can dude, like T and A. You don't dog? have to be all Latinas the whole time, right? <laughs> well, Latinas have both. Let's be real about it. But, dude, dogs are like, I will, you will never, ever hear me say anything other than they are the noblest creatures ever. But cats are fucking awesome. Yeah. I they're love way, cats. They're smart as shit, too. You know, they're really they're, smart. And they're way more intuitive than people, people give them credit. People think they're boring. I'm like, no, they're, no. They actually take care of themselves. They're largely self-sufficient, save for what goes in and what goes out of them, you know? Yeah, well, Moco is just not doing great. Uh, all right. Um, okay, outside of the two main eventers this weekend, who's the popular celebrity figures y'all have seen this weekend in Miami? Have we seen any celebs this week? Not, not, not the ones that are... Uh, I mean, obviously, we saw Floyd oh, and Logan, Paul but... Pierce. Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce put his hands on us. Uh, like, so, like, just man. so you know, during that live stream, we were in the robes at the end of it when Paul Pierce was like, the truth, you guys know the truth, whatever he said. Um, we, our team ran after him and tried to, tried get, to get him it. on air. And he, he's like, he said, no, sorry, I'm just here for fun. I forgot that he had just lost his ESPN job because of that crazy shit on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. So that's <laughs> where probably, he had the strippers. That's probably why he didn't want to talk until he gets it's to like, the next. It's like, Paul, I have an idea. <laughs> Don't put. Um, sex acts on Instagram. That's just me thinking out loud, you know. But I mean, would I have remembered in real time interviewing him? Would I have gone there in that? Well, day? I said to him as he walked by, he, the famous, 
he played one season with the Wizards, but it was actually fucking magical. Remember that game winner in the playoffs? So he, that, remember when, when uh, it was a guy from NBC Sports Washington asked him, he's like, did you call uh, Bank? He goes, I called game. <laughs> and I shouted that to him. And he looked back at me like, mm, but then he just kept moving. Yeah, so. yeah. He's like, nice pants. You know? Yeah, he's like, nice pants, you <laughs> fucking pink, pink pant wearing bitch. <laughs> uh, hey, are you going to try in this doc, doc four this weekend? I've been, I've been trying, dude. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. Luke, we have ha we have the same taste in music. I was wondering if you heard of a uh, stupid question. All right. Um, okay. This one is, uh, this is from a great, uh, great dude here. If you guys had a sporting competition where you competed in the following sports, who would win? An academic decathlon like Billy Madison? No, no, no. Just true sporting. Okay. One, 100 meter dash. I think you would win. I'm, yes. I'm slow. Yes. Ping pong. I'm, I love ping pong, but I am bad at it, so you'd probably crush me. So let's say 50-50, because I'm partly good about it. No, so. but I, I think you'd beat me. I, I think you'd straight up beat me. Okay, one-on-one -on -one basketball? I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'll take that. Soccer penalty kicks? Are we the, are we the goalie against No, 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 we are the ones kicking. Who's the goalie? Just some goalie? Danny Segura. <laughs> Why, because he's Colombian? He's Latin. Okay. Let's, just, let's just be racist. Uh, uh, I would say you. I have I have no experience. I'm the only person in my town's history, I swear, the only person in my town's history who never have played one day of organized soccer. My town is like... Dude, soccer is dude, my a town fucking great sport. Is like was like half Portuguese growing up. Like They love soccer. Dude, they love the shit out of it. And I'm, dude, their team for Euro 2020 my high school is fucking team good. Was nasty because all those Portuguese kids, not the year I was there, but the other years, and um, I can't believe I didn't even play a day of soccer. Dude, I, soccer's a great sport. I've only played it recreationally, and I'm too big to be ever be even remotely competent, but um, I, I do love it. I love the sport. I, I think it's great. Uh, here we go. Dude, I was... Um, Speaking of Danny, just texted me. You remember that Landon Donovan goal? Was that 20? Against Algeria. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, I watched that. Dude, that did that move you a little bit? I got I got tearful watching that shit. There's very, you know, we talk about like big sporting moments, right? Like like the Christian Leitner shot, the freaking Kirk Gibson home run for me, right? Like those yeah. moments were just like, oh my God. Dude, that Landon Donovan, like that's right there in my top five or six. I don't even like soccer, but I was sick that day. I was, was on like late in the morning, right? Yeah, I was at work that day. And mm -hmm. I watched that from home uh, with my, my kids were babies and they were napping and uh Dude, that was, uh, I screamed. I, I, I screamed about soccer, Luke. Soccer. I screamed. Lennon Donovan's probably a prick, too. You could see that. He's just probably a relentless prick, right? Uh, yeah, she, he, he probably boils, but you know what are you going to do? Uh, okay. Here's a question I said. I said specifically no combat sports questions, and we still got some, but... Okay, here's a question. Uh, as a Marine who also got out after one term... People ask why I got out. I tell them the service is meant to be two things, a lifestyle or an experience. As mine was the latter, would you agree with this summarization? Summary, I think it's fine. But um, from Dante Brooks, who asked that. Yeah, yeah. I was the only, no one else in my family has ever been in the military. My father was uh, a diplomat, but low-level one. Uh, and no one Are else that I... trying to put down his, his achievements as, like, payback? That's government service, but that's not military service, okay. and they're distinct. Um, yeah, it gives you a GS rank. I think he was GS-15, but... Um, Is he yeah. tall? My dad? Yeah. 5'11". Dude, I'm like a fucking giant... How tall is your brother? 5'11". And you're what, 6'5"? 6'4". 6'4 and a little bit changed. Yeah, but, but you're, yeah. Six, you're like a broad 6'4". I'm a broad 6'4". You're four. like a, like a uh, softball catcher, like... <laughs> Dude, I used to, I used to, so when I was, when I was in, you play Little League Baseball? Oh, yeah. So when I was in Little League Baseball, we would sometimes be, we would, we would overlap with like the girls softball teams, 
and bro, there would always be one girl on one of these teams <laughs> that was like fucking 900 pounds. You know, you couldn't believe they could waddle their way to the batter's box. I bet she could hit the shit out of the ball. Okay, right? and every time, because it's always underhanded, right? Even if it's fast pitch, it's yeah. underhanded. And, uh, and dude, Big Bertha would fucking <laughs> put the lumber to, <laughs> to these softballs. I'll never forget. There was this one chick. I didn't know who she was, dude. She, she must have been pre-diabetic. I mean, she was an absolute fucking sow, okay? And someone underhanded pitched her, and I'll never forget. She not only hit a fucking home run, but there was a road beyond the tree line behind the fence. She hit that motherfucker into the Damn. road. She just, and she, I, I think she honestly died trying to run the, <laughs> run the bases. She had a coronary running the bases. But dude, she could fucking put the lumber to that. Dude, uh, I always love those kids who were who like peaked physically at thirteen. Not like we we all turn into the Little League World Series to see the freak show kids that are like, you know, six. Hi, I'm Robert. I'm three. But how about those kids that are just like like big boned and jacked at thirteen? You know those dudes? They all end up with like manual labor jobs where they spend a lot of time in bars at night. But like at thirteen, they look like a jacked like They're man. They're just out of control. Yeah, and they can like hit baseballs like into the river. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Factory. Yeah. Um, but I'll never forget. I was those like, dude, dudes. Big Bertha have... has got. She's got some fucking Barry Bonds power. <laughs> Those dudes, they bang early, those guys, you know? Yeah, dude, the, I'm, you know, the guy who was the uh, the quarterback from my high school, the se- I went to two different high schools, but the second high school I went to, he he peaked then. Yeah. Yeah, he peaked yeah. then. So, like, he was the man then, but that was about it. Where, what was the high school that you finished at, Valdosta? I finished at Marietta. I started at Valdosta. My brother graduated from Valdosta. Okay. Well, how many years older is he? Two. He's technically a year and nine months. Oh, my God, did I meant to tell you this? So like the guy who married me, and my wife. Well, he's my best friend, and uh, he review anytime I get like all the way back to Spike TV. He's looked at all my contracts. He looked at my CBS yeah, he's from contract. Connecticut. He is from Connecticut. He's from Trumbull, Connecticut. Yeah, he lives now in DC again. He moved back to DC, but um, he's your lawyer. He's my lawyer. He's my best friend. He's my lawyer. And uh, um, where was I fucking going with this? Forget. Yeah, it doesn't matter now. But you know, I had a story there. Fuck you for delaying my in, in my story. All right, BC. Here we go. Ready, dude. You can you can find it in your brain. You can get there. I'll get I'll get it back. What was, what was that, what were we talking about? Uh, BC, it's a question for you. Yeah. How many times have you you've been to boxing gyms before, right? Oh yeah. Not on media day. How many times have you been to a boxing gym when you just walked into one, random day? Uh, kind of never. Dude, I've done it. They um, look at you like. What are you doing here? You know, I I when I used to, when I had a a cup of coffee uh, with boxing with sparring and stuff, it was at someone's house because they had a great setup. So I didn't get the full like gym experience. Gym experience. So that, I've never had gyms near me where it's like worth it to get a membership. You'd pretty much have to drive like almost an hour for traffic. So when I ask, you ever witnessed any gym wars in person? No, I, there's a great group I've of. Se- I've seen a, I've seen a couple. Dude, there's a great group of uh, L.A. based boxing writers who, you know, um, Dougie Fisher, like guys that have just been there mm-hmm. forever. He's mm-hmm. been with the ring. We're like, you know, that's part of their regular life, you know, for work, but for getting in the boxing community and just, you know, they get in with the trainers who say, "Oh, come up, you got to see this. We got this kid." So like, Dougie Fisher's been at, uh, you know, um, Big Bear in like seen Canelo and Triple G that time they sparred when Triple G first came over. You know what I mean? Like, seen, like, like, uh, all that shit. And uh, he's written some fun stories about it. Like, those, like, the people that have gone to, like, Philly in the 70s, you know what I mean? Like, dude, even into the 80s, like, those gym wars were, like, 
I mean, they've took years off of these fighters' lives, dude. Like, they, yeah, yeah. And I, I know that Floyd, his gym, still tries to do that doghouse thing, and it's real. It's like they put you through. Remember, like, he, remember he got in trouble for it. Yeah, they put you through it, like like forty five minutes of sparring with one guy after another See, after that's, another. That's CTE City. I mean, yeah. Uh, in jujitsu, I have seen some. I've seen some. Uh, I've seen some very high level, world championship level dudes. Um, you know, would you call them wars? I don't know, but like, you know. It, they were intense. Well, like they, like they, where people have to be separated in the middle of a right because they I've don't try that. to get there. But there's always like everyone's got two different lines in those sparring situations of terms of how yeah. far I should go or you know. And then once you get once one guy gets hit and then he hits the other back like it's on. It's, yeah. It's, no, I've definitely seen I've definitely seen high level guys have to get separated before. Yeah. Um, I've never seen. Have you ever been to a gym and just seen a fucking beatdown? <laughs> I've seen. I no, think, because all my gym time has been in media setups where you, where I'm not just walking. You know, there, yeah, there's been no, very no. rare time where I've. Dude, you got. So I, I've been to. Uh, I've been to um, headbangers in DC a couple times. Yeah. Just random days. Bro, they put it on people there. Like they don't like Barry Hunter is careful, but like, you oh, want to be well, a pro boxer, bro? That's how you like make great pros. I mean, you got to. You gotta, <laughs> that's the thing. Like you. <laughs> Dude, I ever told you the story about the poor kid I saw there one time? No, I'm sure he could fight. Uh, I went to, um, there was a Lamont Peterson workout day. I forget which fight it was. It was not the con fight. It was somebody else. Maybe it was, maybe it was, it was Lipinets who retired him. Mm -hmm. Right? It was Lipinets who retired him. It may have been that media day. And um, there was this kid, this, this black kid, who was super muscular. Like really bricked up. And he was hitting the heavy bag. And uh, I remember I left to go to the bathroom. And he came in the bathroom. And... Took all his clothes off, and I was like, a little bit like, what the fuck? But he wasn't looking at me. Like, he was just minding his own business. And I'll never forget, dude, he washed all of his clothes with, like, the hand soap thing in the sink. Wrung it out as much as he could, put it back on, and then walked to the metro. And got on the metro to go wherever the fuck he was going. I, I'm assuming his job. But I was like, that dude, He, I, I asked around. Apparently, he didn't have a pot to piss in. He was just there to, like... You know, get good or, or or try or whatever you could. Dude, there it's are, not a gym uh, war, I mean, but like you see some shit in those gyms. That's it, it'll, I mean, to be honest, you. that's why you know that's why guys like us don't end up boxing sparring. Or, you know, like you know, like yeah. people that are brave enough to go in there. If it's not in you, that's why there's gym wars to just cut that line of who Dude, who can make it and who's not. I've never told this story. Barry Hunter, again, if you don't know who Barry Hunter is, he's a very famous trainer from the Mid Atlantic, specifically DC. He trained Lamont Peterson and his brother Anthony. Anybody else? He's, he's, he's sort of moonlighted around a little bit yeah. in some other places. I mean, but he like raised them too. Yeah, he raised. He, he actually more or less adopted them. But he's a what would you call him? A OG boxing trainer, yes. right? He once he liked me. He took he took a shine to me. He was like, "Yo, hey, if you want to come down here? We can train you." He could sense your Armenian side. Yeah. So I was like, "All right, cool, bet." And I was like, "How much?" He's like, "Dude, for free. Just come down. We'll train you." Dude, they put me through one day. It you was, came down, dude. Oh, That's I, balls. I, I, and, and, and like a dumbass, I biked there. I was like, I'll just fucking burn yeah, some yeah, calories yeah. on the way. He crushed me. That like was a, that was so bad it was soul taking. Like how yeah, how much yeah. that, how much that sucked. Dude, and I don't I, think he was doing it on purpose. I really don't because I don't think he, he could have if he wanted to. He wasn't asking anything unreasonable, but that was that was a wake up call. I actually went to him like after I was like, I can't come here and waste your time anymore. I can't <laughs> I can't I can't do that. You know. And he was like, okay, he understood. Uh. Luke, will you have my guy BC's back next time? LOL. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to do? 
You're gonna be like, yo, Floyd, suck this man's <laughs> dick. <laughs> suck that dick, Floyd. Yo, yo, Floyd, I thought Castillo beat you in the first fight, you know? Bitch. Hey, Floyd. Hey, why'd you fight Berto, bro? That <laughs> shit sucked. <laughs> mm. Great question. Which Saturday morning or after school cartoons were your favorite as kids? Great question. I got an oldie but a goodie for you. See if you can make this pull. Do you remember the Bionic 6? Oh, yeah, dude. Bionic, Bionic 6. We go together. We, we fight for rights. Super secret Sam family. Yeah. Mm, we're so very what proud about, What about be. beyond, beyond Bionic 6? Um, dude, what's that show? Is it Land of the Lost with the Slee Stacks with those green, like, men? They, they li- it was a family that had to live in a cave because it was these, like, green, like, lizard men that would try to chase them down. I don't remember that. Yo, one. I watched, that shit was great, but, um... On uh, Nickelodeon, you can't do that in television. Oh, that was that's not cartoons, though, is it? No, but it's like Saturday Night Live for kids, and they play that. That show ruled, bro. It was amazing. All right. Um, no, you got to go a little deeper. Um, okay, let's let, seriously. GI Joe was was kick-ass. Yeah, it was kick-ass. He Man yeah. before that, amazing. He Man. Um, I, I didn't get into Ducktales like everybody else. I mean, great themes. Love Ducktales. Never got into Darkwing Duck, but Ducktales I loved. Huey, Louie, and Dewey. Um. Garfield was a pretty good cartoon. Garfield, he mailed Nermal to Abu Dhabi. That what was, was the other cat one that was like that? Heathcliff. Heathcliff. Ah, eh, it wasn't. It was a poor man's Garfield, but it had that theme song, dude. You know? Heathcliff, Heathcliff, no one should terrorize your the neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah. I, dude, he was, was that the guy who always wanted to eat lasagna, or, or did he want, um... Wasn't that Garfield? That was Garfield, yeah. Uh... Okay, in light of BC getting sent to hell in interviews routinely... Luke, who is your dream interviewee to banish BC wow. to the back room of Hades? Yo, if 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 that Mike Perry phoner I did, that, that one that kind of blew up that time because he threatened to kill me, yeah. if that was in person, he probably would have swung, right? He won't. No. I mean, I But did, if you had... Okay, no. I mentioned his ex-wife. He, you, you know. Okay, no. But if you had said one more thing after that, then maybe. I do feel like, you know, I think Mike's got some bad ideas about some certain things, obviously, but... I don't know. I feel like I have a soft spot for Michael. All right, bit. but the, the spirit of this question. Let's say you and I are doing the morning combat live thing and we get a flow of interviews. I mean, we got Ocho Cinco. We do big things here. Who's the one that you want me to cross and, and get stuffed so badly? I mean, is it. I John? don't want you to get stuffed. I, I never think of it that way. Is but it I John think... Jones where you could just just walk the, the, off and I, shit on me? No, but who is an interview that we would like to do together to like. Like form oh, powers, you want like you want Voltron. to turn on me, or like the Shevchenkos or something. That's what you want. No, no, no. I'm thinking who would be a tough interview that the two of us could like. They would send us both to hell, but we would like reinforce it and just give it right back. Yeah, we we stand up. We'd yeah, stand yeah. Up like fuck them. off. It like fuck be... you. Oh, yo, you want to go that far? You want to sit across from a fighter and tell him <laughs> off? I'm not in on that shit. I, in the right circumstance, I am. Um, I'm not sure who that would be. I don't have animosity in John that way. Jones, you know. That's the thing about it, dude. I don't even like. I'm not even Yo, mad John at Jones the guy. Actually, kind of, kind of cool. Like the interview, like he's pretty funny. Do, you know what? Who, do, you know what Danny told me last night? Uh, John Jones blocked Danny Segura on Instagram. He hasn't blocked me on anything. Don't you find that weird? Tito's blocked me on everything. Like uh, a bunch of guys have blocked me. But I mean, didn't he do enough damage at 214, Luke? What do you want him to do? You know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, still, I don't know. Like, if you were like to hate a guy like that, Yo, like he he did. He rang you out worse than he did Boo Boo Wild Thing. You know what I'm saying? 
Poor Boo Boo Wild. <laughs> she get blown she up. Didn't, like she that. didn't deserve that. No, I deserved did. it, but she didn't deserve yeah. that. Uh, all right. Uh, no, who's the fighter? I mean, what if we get Connor? And Connor just like. Don't read it out loud, but for you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, Yo, so I got poison ivy and it's starting to spread um, on me. I thought you were taking pregnancy. I am, man. What's the worst date you've been on? I haven't had, I really haven't had disasters. I really don't have a bad date story. I have a lot of bad stories in which I've said really stupid drunken shit to like chicks at colleges and got the shit slapped out of me. I mean, like, I got, I mean, just the shit slapped out of me. I mean, I've had those instances, but I haven't had like a bad date that, you know, I'm, sh- I'm going to guess, Luke, that you've had a lot of bad dates. I've had a lot of good dates. I've had both. I've had both. Um, I will say this. One time with my wife, uh, I think it was I think it was her birthday. And I took her out to uh, this really like uh, posh in D.C. rooftop thing. Like I had a, I had a whole thing set up. And um, some dude came up who was like a big whatever it was at the time, I don't even remember, Bloody Elbow or Spike TV, whatever it was, kind of thing. And, uh... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see... We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I remember my wife was so bitter. Rightly, I totally fucked this up. I had been drinking, so I wasn't thinking right. So I was like ignoring my wife on her birthday to talk to some fucking rando who was a fan of this place. And then I came back, I was like, I brought you a drink. And I didn't even blame her, dude. She was right. She took the drink in front of me like this, and she goes... And just poured the motherfucking thing out right in the ground in front of me. Sat the glass down and then walked out. She was not my wife at this time, so I was like running. Damn, that's... I was running to like, no, I'm so sorry. She was right. I, I had totally fucked it up. But um, that wasn't a bad day, but that was a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was a bad day. I mean, I've had bad dates with my wife of now, you know, where yeah. you're figuring each other out and, you know, but... Uh... No, I've had some bad dates. I've, I've done the Irish goodbye on some bad dates. Just like, listen... Oh, dude, you you told me that, yeah. that once. I don't want to tell the whole dude, story. Dude, I mean, you left the girl with the you. Yeah, you. No, the, I mean, it was it was two drinks. I mean, what are you gonna do? But yeah, but to, okay, to Irish exit a date is a is just an enormous fuck you. It's like, dude, I don't. Need, I can't even have this. Listen, company. here's what I would but say. On top of that, she had to pay the tab. I mean, two, that is two just drinks, like two drinks, two still, drinks. Still, that you didn't even like throw it like slip. A Listen, t- the amount of money I have wasted <laughs> on women, <laughs> on women, they can pick up the bill once in a while. Um, yeah, I did Irish goodbye her, but the, uh, you know, she was awful, and um, I was in a bad place in my life, bro. I was depressed. I was okay. I wouldn't, I would never recommend it, nor would I ever condone it, nor would I ever do it again. But at that time in my life, dude, I was just an, I was a wreck. What was the worst was a wreck. year of your adult life? That's were a you great were the, question. Were you in this, the, like... I'll tell you a true story. You ready for this one, yeah. dude? I'll, I'll bear my soul a little bit. Just before I started really getting into MMA coverage, honestly, maybe in some ways MMA saved my life. I really believe that, or wow. or 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 maybe gave me purpose or revealed things about my life. I don't yeah. know how to say it exactly. 
I was one time, and I was in a bad place, dude. My mom had only been dead for a couple of years, <coughs> and that re it really wrecked me. You know, that really ruined me for a long time. Did it, it ruin your siblings, too? It or just it, not as profoundly? It, it ruined everybody. Yeah. You know, I, you just, you, no one gets over their mom That's right. killing themselves. That's you know? right. But uh, I, this was two years after my mom's death. Maybe, maybe not even two years. Maybe like a year and a half. And I had been drinking. I nearly drank myself to death over that. But... Uh, I remember I was in D. I just moved back to D.C. from New York, and I was driving around you know, on the highway, and I remember breaking down in tears, crying, because I had realized at the time that I was good at nothing. I yeah, told my, I told, I told, real. I, told real I told, moment. I told myself, uh, you deserve to be sad because you're good at nothing. Um, that was a bad. That was that was one of those moments that yeah. I was like, yeah. that was that was. I, I wouldn't calendar, call that rock bottom because. What calendar year was that? I think two thousand five. Okay. I think two thousand five. Okay. I think just before Ultimate Fighter, or right around there, something like that. Um, Look, but then it was right after Look, that you're, things you're turned around. Great at shit. Right. I appreciate that. Well, here's, what I mean, here's what I mean to say. It was not even a year later that I was on Colin Coward's radio show on ESPN at the time, The Herd and everything else. Like it turned around fast. But there was that one moment where I just was absolutely dis full of despair. Full of despair. Yes. Uh, I pulled over and masturbated. It was fun. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> your search history yeah. back then was probably yeah. just destructive. Just yeah. wow. Uh, all right, here we wow. go. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Uh, wow. First country the BC wants to visit with his family. That's a great question. When restrictions allow. What do you think, BC? England. I want to go with my, my kids. My wife has been her dream to go. My kids want to go now, too. They're 13. Um, so it's a great that's a great age to take them up, like, history places and stuff. Perfect, yeah. Um, I London, would, London is expensive, though. Yeah, I, I would love to do that. London's like yeah. a and I, and I would do it the most. I would even do it the most cheesy American, you know, tourist way of doing it. But reality, Luke, I want to explore all of England. I'm, or the UK. I'm very, um, uh, I'm, you know, the... the, the Highlands, the the sea. I mean, like, there, there's a lot of nature yeah. there. There's a lot of different uh, beautiful stuff there, and uh, I don't know, you know. Uh, the English are fans who watch this, notwithstanding. The English are a little bit cold, a little bit cold. Yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're quasi factory towners, you know, in a, in, a, in some ways. But uh, they, yeah, that's true. You know, they they do look they. It's sort of that's part of their charm, I guess. That and the dental work is just part of their charm, right? You know. It, that. that their teeth are better than yeah. than the uh, the <laughs> stereotypes suggest. Okay, BC, here we go. You cannot say gas station food. BC, what is your favorite type of cuisine? My entire life, it had been Italian, and up until really just now, that every time I eat Italian, it hurts the shit out of my body because my body is rejecting it after you know forty two years of this. Um, I mean, I grew up in like an area that was not multicultural in terms of food, and I just had, and my amazing mom, who's still alive, and she's amazing, but, you know, she cooked basic, like, chicken, and, you know, so it was like, I didn't eat anything growing up. So, like, mm. Italian restaurants was our jam, right? Mm. So, I love mm. Italian. I mean, I love the shit out of it, but... Italian's hard it's to go wrong, dude. Italian's it's, great. It's heavy and it hurts, and I think I've just, you know, I think my, my organs are, are literally uh, rejecting it at this point. But uh, I would say as an adult, um, Thai food is... Uh, I fucking is, is, love uh, Thai food, I'll man. give my wife credit. Like, when my wife inherited me, she inherited me, when, when we, you know, when we started dating and got serious and we're going to get married, I mean, dude, I was... <laughs> talking about, like, lack of culture or just, like, dude, I, I'm... 
I was just one of those single guys who couldn't do a damn thing. You know, like, like I didn't use my can you, stove. Can you cook at all? I can functionally cook now. Can my you wife grill? That. I can grill. Okay. Definitely. And I can functionally cook a handful of meals, and, and, uh, but I barely do. I'm awful at it, and I couldn't do anything, dude. I'm not handy. I couldn't cook. Like, she had to really love me, you know? And, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. What was the origin of this question? Uh, favorite cuisine. And, and, you know, she really forced me to, you know, Try shit I'd never done. Like, what, never, what is your wife like? What's what's her favorite like dish? Or oh, her she, her favorite thing is uh, there's a restaurant, there's a Vietnamese restaurant that is like her. I love she because to Bami her, sandwiches. you know, she doesn't want like the American version of Chinese or even some Thai. It's a little too fast foody for her. She wants like the. I mean, if you ever been to an actual like Vietnamese restaurant, like there's not a lot. Of, there's not like an overabundance of flavor or, or uh, you know you don't have it's. I don't mean it like that. I mean like overwhelming like an art like if you buy general sauce chicken from any place chinese you know you're gonna get a shit ton of that glaze on there you know what i mean yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's great but it's um there's something just so fresh about uh really good um yeah does she like pho yeah yeah i, I don't know I, um i don't know, wait i don't know if that's what she goes for um isn't pho vietnamese pretty sure that it is could be i'm not well i'm not as well versed okay. as she is but to me it doesn't have the same flavor as thai food i think it's to me it's a little bland but you feel so good after you eat Vietnamese. It is clean and it is a little bit different, but I wouldn't call it bland. Well, I mean, what is what is your Thai like? Don't say pad Thai. I mean, I do love the shit. I like pad don't thai. I, listen. I am not above pad Thai, but it's like street food. It is. It's it's when you but when you it's it's becoming the things that like I would say like barbecue ribs, unless it's like totally elite top shelf. I don't even want to like look at it. I think it's disgusting, right? I, I'm getting like that with with Thai with a uh, pad Thai, even though like it's the basic most go to even fast foodie meal for them. When you find someone that does it like different and super great, like, there's a, there's a um, Tao place that we go to that has uh, Thai food. But it's got like, um, I'm sorry, a Laotian place and it's got some Thai food there. And um, it's, uh, it, dude, it's, it's just next level. So do, I know, do, do that, that, I know that you're trying to say don't say Pad Thai, yeah. but it is next level when it's done, you know. I want to call it that, but there, do you remember the King of the Hill joke that was like, he's like uh, with, the, with the Laotian neighbor? And uh, they were like, where are you from? He's like, I'm from Laos. And they go, what part of China and or Japan is that in? And he's like, no, it's Laos. Yeah, this is racist as shit. Right That's what now. he sounds like. All right, I mean, come on. Dude. I love right, I'm just doing the character on the show. Um, favorite Thai food? I would go with, you ever had Yum Noir? Dude, that's the that's the thing. I don't know the like, okay. The that's when they give you. It's a it's a literally it is a beef salad. Yes. That's spicy. Okay, I've had something similar to that. I don't know what it was called. Um, they just bring you a salad with a yeah. shit ton of shaved beef in it, and it's really hot. It's awesome. I get a lot this. Uh, it's like beef wrapped in um, wrapped in an onion with scallions all in it. I mean, it's incredible. Be Say it again. It's uh, it's beef, but wrapped in like onion and, and filled with scallions. I don't know. And, and you dip it into a sauce. And Pad C, Pad C Gao is one of their like rice noodle ones. Have you ever seen, you ever seen the Thai noodles that like, they're like thick and flat? Yeah. Those are uh, those yeah, are awesome. We have too. really good, uh, really good Thai food in uh, where I live. But uh, yeah. All right, hold on. Let's move it along. Uh, any good food you've had in Miami so far? I went to uh, shouts. Oh, Danny Segura took me last night to uh, Ceviche One Hundred Five over here at Aventura Mall and. Uh, I had this lomo saltado there. Oh. Yeah, that um, was so. Fun. And the pisco sour. After the uh, Versace, we went to a, a South American restaurant. Is that the way to say it? 
Yeah. Um, I had. It was, per- it was Colombia. I had a Peruvian Columbia. lunch. Look, it was incredible. I, I couldn't even describe it to you. I don't even remember what, like, it was, but it was freaking incredible. Yeah, it was a side of plantains that were, like, um, steamed, but then a little bit stir-fried, and then you had, like, a plate of, like, beans and then rice, and then on top was, like, it was, like, shredded beef. Yeah, right? and mixed dude, the mixed with the plantains in that sauce. I mean, it was... Yeah, it was good. Dude, that was incredible. And the waiter refused to speak to me Yo, in Spanish. He, no sold you worse than Shab did to me during morning combat on Friday. Like, <laughs> I mean, he was just like... I wanted to be like Colombia, great country, never been there. Uh, I wanted to tell this motherfucker, it's like, bro, okay, I've had a co- I've had the one the one incident where the lady was making fun of my accent. I want to tell this motherfucker, it's like, bro, I've been to Colombia numerous times and ordered without my wife, without issue. I know how to order in Spanish. Fucko. Yo, but you were you had it like I'm, I'm gonna show these motherfuckers how I can talk Spanish. You had that yeah. vibe. Yeah, going. he yeah, it was Yo, like you had that swinging dick vibe. I did, like, I did, I did, I did, and he was he was no selling it 100. Yeah. percent All right, BC, Rihanna or Beyonce? Rih- Rihanna. Yeah. Easy I, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Easy is. call. That is. Um. Favorite sitcom. I mean, Growing Pains was great, but I don't think that like holds up today. But Growing Pains is fucking great. Growing Pains is amazing. Um, I oh, like Seinfeld, mo- but like I'm not one of these guys who's not, like, I'm oh my god. Yeah, dude, it's obviously brilliant, but like I've always been turned off by the over, like, the over, you know, the overrun of fandom for that. Um, no, I'm I'm really trying to to uh, try to think. I'm really trying to figure out what's the answer here. I mean, time felt certainly in that category, depending on what you like. We, we've been going for about an hour, so let's kind of like speed this up a little bit. Okay, let's speed it. I was going to say, um, early married with children was amazing. Someone's asking me, Luke, who dresses you? No one. You're not in high school anymore. Pink pants ain't flattering you. Wow. So hold on. This is from Mohegan, when I went to the gym. Yes. When I go to the gym, I'm not one of these assholes who decides to wear Gymshark and like, I want to look cool and awesome for others. Understand something. When I go there, I go there for a purpose. It's to get motherfucking swole and I don't give a shit about the clothing. I I wear t-shirts and whatever shorts because I'm a 41-year-old man and I don't need your validation with my cool gear. You should dress in the Venom fight kit. Yo, do you know how expensive those fight kit shirts are? No. I, for at least when I used to look through the uh, the U, the UFC's Reebok catalog to get like the bargain basement deals that are like eighty percent off, yeah. dude, just the walkout shirt. I mean, it's like fucking like seventy, eighty dollars. It's who would pay for such a thing? I bought uh, who whose walkout shirt do I have? Someone like Jermaine, someone random like Jermaine Duran. I mean, I've, I've I got like I got it down to like fifteen bucks and paid, bought it. Someone's asking us like, oh, I I have a uh, Volt. Vulcan Ozdemir's walkout shirt too. Those shirts are high quality. The walkout one, the old Reebok walkout. Yeah, they're money. They're money. Yeah. Someone's asked, "How do you feel about Elon Musk and crypto?" And my answer is like, "We're here. There's a crypto conference." Fuck crypto, bro. Also, it's like it's it's a little bit pretend internet money, and and also I just don't care. But like, even if like, yo, Luke, you don't know what you're talking about, bro. I don't. That's fine. Dogecoin. I just like I don't care. But I just I really don't care. You know. Someone's asking you, and I think you know what they mean. How homeless is BC? I'm, I mean, I just, it's all, it's just, it's, it's entertainment, right? CEO of P.F. Chang's. Uh, 
I mean, you know, I, I, I picked up a few more shifts this week, I guess. Okay, right. if you could live anywhere, but the deal is it's the U.S. and it is important for your career, where do you live? I mean, if I, but what do you, what is this a career thing mean? Because right away I'm thinking Pacific Northwest. I'm moving to Colorado, well not Colorado. Colorado's not the Pacific Northwest. It's, I know, but it's in the, it's much more in that direction. So yeah, it is. Ultimately, I want to live in Washington State. Why that place? Because it's got, like Southern California, it's got the distinctly different nature shit coming together at the highest level. You have like Olympic National Park has the ocean, snow-capped mountains, and a rainforest in it. You know what I mean? And then you've got like North Cascades National Park, which is like the, um, it's a uh, it's, they're just ridiculous, beautiful mountains. So there's a lot of shit there, and then you mix Seattle and that kind of culture. I think that'd be great, but people don't think I can pull that off because of the rain and the darkness there. I did you need, ever see some, that? Uh, did you ever see that show called The Killing? No. So uh, it was that Swedish dude who played in, um, he, he has almost no accent, but he played in um, Suicide Squad. And then some uh, ginger woman, I don't know her name, uh, but it was like a murder mystery show, took place in Seattle. Motherfucker, every episode was torrential downpour. Yeah. So I, I, I would want to live in either Oregon or Washington, but it's the same thing. And I know that it could differ based on where you live, but I mean, it'd be badass to live around in and around Seattle. That'd be a city I'd really want to like fit myself in the culture of Luke. Do you oh. feel that way or not? I have respect for the Pacific Northwest. I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. It's not the right fit for me, but like I would never shit on it. I bet you Portland's uh, like a great area too. Portland's cool, I'm sure. I think if I could live anywhere, just to be honest with you, like I love DC. I need mountains. I need big mountains. But let's say let's say I had a vacation home. Like, where would you put a vacation home? You get to pick one place, New Orleans. New Orleans. Really. Dude, I love New Orleans. I, mean, it was I fun love when I, was I love there. everything about New Orleans. I love the food. I love the people. I love the city. I, gotta I love piss my pants. I mean, this. All right, go ahead. Yeah, just keep talking like, about New we Orleans. We can we can pause the video. Oh, all right. It's not live. Dude, my wife is such a huge fan of Cyborg. Of all the questions she asked me today, she didn't give a shit about your interviews. Yeah. She didn't give a shit about my interviews. She just asked me. She was, "How was Cyborg?" What? Yeah. She. I was like, dude, honestly. Today, for my wife, the thing that stood out to her was, you must be a big deal because Cyborg sat with you. She fucking loves Cyborg. Loves wow. Cyborg. Live? Yeah, it's, it's on. Yeah, it's on. All right. Uh, here we go. Let me get back to these. BC. We don't have much time left. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Oh, do you know what is in this sitcom conversation, Luke? Can you hear me out here? What's in the sitcom Cheers. conversation? That's a, that's an old poll, man. Uh, but I was see I was an old soul watching that stuff like real early. Um, I mean that show back, I mean, especially back then, dude. That was mu that was must see. That was I mean, were you big into Cosby Show or just into into uh, into rape? <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that because I think it's awful. But uh, here we go. <laughs> BC, what's the best music to drink to? It's a great question. I really think that is situationally dependent. No, I don't. I think it's upbeat. It's upbeat rock and roll. No, no. The be really? You think so? The best music to drink to? Dude, yeah, bro. Yeah, what's the situation? Are we at a backyard barbecue? Are we at a club? Are we at a bar? That's true. If you bring in the backyard... Friends. See, if I'm doing the backyard barbecue, I'm going 90. So that does change that question. Um... I think you're... Well, let's start there. Backyard, drinking, uh, let's, start, let's go. Backyard barbecue, you say 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. if you go to a bar, what do you want to hear? 
That's a great question. Um, I want to hear. I want to hear rock. I want to hear classic rock at a bar. Yeah. Classic rock? Yeah, fucking classic. Dude, this. You want to hear when the levee breaks and shit? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I like the song, yeah, but, but I do. Um, what's your favorite Zeppelin album, Luke? I don't. I don't like them in that way. That's fair. All right. <clears throat> I don't dislike them in any kind I of get way. It. Either, I, like, there's certain bands I haven't gone album by album, on, but uh, it's my preferred method. I'm in deep. I, I are you gonna are you gonna pull my white card because I don't know no, dude, a lot of Led no. Zeppelin That's, like I'm not I'm not touching that. If that wasn't your band, it wasn't your band. It's fine. Um, I mean, I'd never seen The Godfather until the other day. So, Luke, uh, what I was saying was, um, you know, now I have no idea what I was saying. So this is great. Yeah. You know, you just, just peed in my in my uh, <laughs> yeah. in my bathroom there. Wow. How was that? Was it good for you? No, it, this is a nice place. Though. I'll tell you that it's a nice place. God, dude, Showtime has taken care of us in a way that's like. I don't know if I can go back, bro. <laughs> go back where? Like, like, okay, understand, BC and I have weird contracts. Like, the weirdest I've ever seen. Where, if we fly Showtime, it's one level of treatment. And if we're doing it for CBS, don't get me wrong, dude, they take complete care of us. But it's a media company. It's not the same kind of calculus about costs. You know, it's... it's uh, <laughs> It's Greyhound versus Lamborghini. It's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I disclose all this publicly, but it's. We'll, awesome. add, we'll edit it's it out. It's pretty awesome. We'll edit it out. I'll just say Showtime takes unbelievable, uh, like tr when I say unbelievable, I'm not exaggerating. Unbelievable care of us. I've worked uh, in some form for a lot of different companies, even short cups of coffee on shows or whatever, and um, the treatment, like it's, like, it's, it's, like a, it's like a family. It's, dude, it's incredible. It's, it's, yeah. There's a reason why, like. Dude, like the guy who is the PR guy for Showtime is Crystal Blasio. He was the PR guy for Showtime when they were with fucking Strike Force. And he's still here. And it's not because he's like stuck around and not being able to advance. It's because the people don't want to leave. Yeah. It's because Showtime takes a absurd level of care of people. And uh yeah, you know we don't for two stray it. dogs, dude, we've been stray fucking dogs most of our careers. We don't people let us in the house now. We don't talk enough that when, when CBS came in on this, when you joined, yeah, our show could have very well got sanitized. What do you mean? Um, like had, CBS would have a different aesthetic than Showtime? It would have maybe different rules on what we could say and can't say. You know what I mean? If this was going to air in any form on CBS Sports, um, you know, Showtime has always allowed us to just do. You know, don't get fired, but, do, but go. And the fact that, yeah, that's basically that the rule, you got yeah. hired there, CBS bought in, and yet, it's the same. We don't have to change who we are. It's the same show, and it goes, you know, it goes on YouTube. And dude, we are lucky. We're the luckiest fucking people on earth, man. I really, I truly believe that. That's why I feel like this is a special project. I truly believe that. And I, in my heart of hearts, I believe that. I yeah. believe that. You know, I'm sure people who win the lottery are lucky too. Okay, but we're so, you know. um, so don't worry. We're not. <laughs> some people think you know you you you. Gave your soul away to get that Versace robe, you know. And you're, and you're, <laughs> no, I'm still gonna go back. Listen, if that fight sucks tomorrow, oh, I'm gonna absolutely hammer it. Showtime knows what. This is what y'all understand. Showtime knows what they got in hiring me. Like, you know, what I mean, they, they they didn't they didn't hire me to like, hey, can we have Luke's, uh, you know, uh, bland opinions? That's not what they hired me for. So, yeah. All right, BC. Yo, the schmo was there today, and he had a vest. With his, his face yeah, I saw back. on the back. I saw, dude, man, I'll say this for fucking Schmo. That fucking guy grinds. Dude, he's in shape, too. I bet he's you. He's in shape, yeah, yep. I, yeah. But, the, dude, 
that fucking guy must live on airplanes and cars. I mean, and he's got Ubers. A, he had a pretty tight fade. That was pretty. I mean, he doesn't have to run on the hair. Who I'm cuts his hair? You think? I don't know, but like. Oh my god! By the way, his hold attention on. to detail of the gimmick is high. It's by the way, look, can we can we air out Brendan's shop here a little bit for fun? For fun? For fun? <laughs> So today, Brendan, so we, okay, so it was me, BC, just like this, and then it was Brendan on the end, and then we had Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes, for MMA fans who may not know, was, he played in the NBA for like fucking 15 years and uh, won the NBA championship in 2017 with, um, Warriors. with the Warriors. But um, he recommended to Brendan a barber in LA. So Brendan went to the guy to get his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and Brendan even told the story like this. Brendan was like, yeah, hey, went over there. And the guy was like, you know, was, don't get me wrong, absolutely competent, did a great job, like it was a good haircut. But the way Brendan told it was like, yo, the guy was like, you know, uh, normally I charge $400, but for you, $275. And you were making fun of my $100 haircuts? The fucking Matt Barnes is getting $400 haircuts. What is the tip on that, 80 it's five hundred a fucking pop. Yo, I will say Barnes had a tight. Hey, he used to have a tight fade. So. I didn't say his haircut looked bad. Yeah, his haircut looked great. But like for five hundred yeah, bones, that I mean, is that part of like the guy traveling to you? Does he just like give up his life for that stretch and he comes to you? He and might. That, does that cover travel? I don't know, Luke. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, when your shop's level, he's has been very successful with the, with the podcast game. So when you're at that level, you know, maybe. Maybe he's at the Bitcoin conference right now. We don't know. He could be a presenter. No, I asked him about it. I was like, are you, going, are you into Bitcoin? He's like, ah. I'm like, all right. No, it's like, I got to, you know. Show. Sure. Yeah. Uh, favorite porn star who lets in fans oh, in the back door. God. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, um, did you get that, that email that Floyd has in OnlyFans now? I'm, I'm serious. So, I'm sorry, what? The, the Floyd Mayweather opened an OnlyFans account. I got an email, like, publicizing it. I don't understand. Is he like showing it? Like, I don't know what he's showing, bro. It's an inside look. Now he he owns Girl Collection. Uh, I, that that'd be fun to see. <laughs> You're like, I wonder. You know, can we can we expense that? Yeah. Yeah. We... Can we go to Girl Collection yeah. and just like spend stupid Showtime money? Um, I don't know that we could. Yo, I want to talk about commitment and grinding. Didn't Ariel interview Mayweather at the at Girl Collection at like? For listen, or listen. Something? You know what? I'm that's glad you... pretty. That's dedication. Hold on, right hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll give Ariel. This is the most credit I'll ever give Ariel, and I mean this sincerely. That was one of the most baller fucking things I've ever seen. Ariel for Mayweather McGregor wanted to get an interview with Floyd, and Floyd's people were like, "You can go to Go Collection and just wait." That, 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 they were, in, in other words, go fuck yourself. And Ariel was like, "Okay, great. Got the cameraman. Got a car." And went out there, showed up, the whole shit, and they were like, you can wait for Floyd when he's ready. Which was midnight when they told him that. Floyd didn't come around till like 3 or 4 in the morning. That's he dedication. waited till 4 in the morning for the guy. And even if you watch the interview, Floyd was like, okay, you waited. All right, I'll give it to you. Like, he was actually like, okay, I'm impressed. Yo, Ariel must have saw a lot of ass, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he saw four hours of just asses and titties just fucking... <laughs> Like, here we are making it out to be like he's waiting in the car, you know? <laughs> Ariel was fucking out there like, look at... But it, it, it hit... It, dude, to his credit, I'll never forget this because we had the MMA uh, beat the next morning. He showed up on an hour's Damn, sleep. That's professional. That, I mean, no, seriously. That, and then that, came that's, that's out and then... Move. Dude, I'll give him credit. I was That was one of those moments where I was like, okay, dude, you earned it. 
Yeah, like the, the hustles. No, right. you could one of those things where that was so impressive. It doesn't matter what kind of hater you are, you gotta give Yo, it to he, him. You she, gotta give it you to know, him. You know, Ariel should have showed up at Girl Collection with a vest with his face on the back like the schmo dude. <laughs> like he would have got the interview a lot quicker, I'm telling you. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yo, the schmo, um, um, he's going for it. He's I like it. I like the schmo, bro. I, mean, I don't, I don't have anything I don't have anything negative to say about the schmo. You know, I don't watch all his interviews or whatever because it's not for me, but like, you know, you you and I know, like weirdos who just fucking grind. That's us, man. Yeah. That's yeah. us. You know, that, that was really instilled in me in the factory upbringing. You know I mean? When you worked in the mailroom and actually not in the factory? Yo, I was shipping and receiving manager, okay? All right. All right, BC. You want to put some final thoughts on this? Um, we didn't talk enough anal pornography on this <laughs> thing. Aren't we supposed to get fired with this? It's quite tame. Um, Luke, who do you think is the best in-game slam dunker of all time? Ooh. Sean Kemp? Hey, yeah, that would do. Second, uh, yes, second, second dude. would be Dominique Wilkins. I mean, there's strong cases to be Dominique made for a couple was fucking. Yo, Dominique, was, a, was a authoritative dude, dunker. That's all I do in my spare time is watch like Dominique's fifty yeah. greatest dunks, you know, or whatever. Yeah, um, Dominique let him have it. Yeah, I love. But my Sean Kemp, dude, Kemp, Sean, style, in, in shape, yeah, Seattle well. SuperSonics. Sean Kemp would fucking absolutely murder the rim. Yo, Kemp, in his peak seasons, we forget. He was a complete offensive player. Like, he had a jumper. Like, he had a post game. Oh, I he's mean. offensive. He's got, like, 57 <laughs> kids. Yo, he got real fat after the lockdown. <laughs> and he's fat as shit. He's like, trick. I was like, trick daddy. Is that Sean Kemp? Yeah, uh, yeah dude, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, Sean Kemp was a fucking incredible dunker. Blake Griffin is up there. Oh, fuck. Blake Griffin. Obviously, Michael dunker. Jordan... Um, Dude, Blake Griffin is like, he's kind of washed, right? At this point, he's kind of washed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, on the Nets, when they bring him on, I get sized. Yeah, I yeah. get sized. Yo, all I do is watch 90s NBA, even today. Full playoff. Dude, I watch full playoff games, like in my hotel rooms. I'll go right now and watch, like, um, game one of the 92 playoffs, Knicks, Bulls. Like, it just, like, I just devour, like, every second of the game. I want the pregame show that, that sometimes That's on the amazing. YouTube. Like, I, I couldn't do that. Dude, it, I, it's, uh, it's, it's sick, but um, I'm... It's funny, like I'm reliving it, and you—it's crazy how many things like we take for granted or just have an opinion on, and you go back and watch it. You're like, man, that guy was nasty. I, you know, like I never talk about him. You know, um, you know what's kind of funny too is like, is like, there's a there's an argument to be made like the, the convenience of technology and the consumption of any kind of content. Um, the ease is not necessarily what you want. So I'll give you an example. Back when I would buy Pride DVDs, of course you could go and just fast forward if you want, but it was a I'm not gonna say cumbersome because that's you know that's not the right word, but like there was something to be said about the fact that you had a disc and you put it in the the DVD player and just let it go, and there were so many things you would pick up on on the event that if you just fast forwarded to the fight you would have missed. Yeah, yeah. And there's a, there's a case to be made that like the the painstaking process of consumption it should be a little bit clumsy is not the word, but like. There should be more to it than just, I'm going to go... Like, when I watch pornography, let's bring it back to that, because that's my favorite thing. I don't watch the preambles. <laughs> I don't need to know whether you're the mechanic or a doctor. I just need you... <laughs> I just, I just, that's it, that's it, that's it. Ref, get in there, please, ref. Come I just on. need, <laughs> no, I just no. need like, hammering. Yeah. Just put the hammering is in yeah. the way. I'm looking more. Yeah. Uh, 
But with the fights, man, I, I mean, I got like, dude, watching St Stephen Quadros and Boz Rutten go back and forth and have these previews and what it all meant and what they would talk about, it added so much like character to everything else that came after it. Um, I don't know, it's kind of lost on this generation a little Yo, bit. Remember when Bill Super Football is burped on the air? That was fantastic. Yo, that I don't, was, actually. What happened? Uh, in UFC 1, when he opened uh, oh, the yeah, cold yeah, open, yeah, yeah, and, he yeah, like, one, yeah. and he called it he called the wrong name. and He, he looked like a Heaven's Gate guy, too. <laughs> didn't yes, he, he did. I was like, Bill, you got the Nikes on? Yo, I didn't know that Bill uh, that Bill Wallace had an exhibition fight against Tommy Hearns in the mid-'80s. I had no did idea he? about that. Yeah, it, it came up in the research Who package. won? I don't know because I don't know what the rules were. Um, our, our Showtime research packet had uh, some like famous, like you know, Muhammad Ali against Lyle Alzado during that brief time Ali was retired, and uh, and then, you know there's other there were there were other oh like Willie Pep fought like Sugar Ray Robinson at one point like when they were both old like there's some random ones that happened. yeah there's more of these like not, not quite Logan versus Floyd things but. Um weird exhibitions, crossover exhibitions. There's a lot more of these than people imagine. And mostly they're bad. You know, they're not all that great. But that's what tomorrow's about. Like, tomorrow's just about, like, look, dude, listen, Floyd, you're going to stretch this fucking guy whenever you want. You know, just make it entertaining. Yo, I hope Trick Daddy plays again before the main event. Be awesome. He might have a coronary, bro. <laughs> Poor Trick. He looked... He'd had a few... He'd had a few... Uh, he'd had a few chicken tenders. Uh, <laughs> You know, and and uh, <laughs> yeah, mac and cheese or yeah, what, whatever's bad for you. You know, yeah, yeah. Poor guy, I love Trick Daddy, dude. Yo, what do you get at Waffle House? I'm into Waffle House and twenty. Did I tell you the time I got I got kicked out of Waffle House? No, I've been I've been kicked out of a Waffle House in Marietta, Georgia. Wow. So I went to Waffle House and I ordered like scattered, smothered, and covered the whole bit, and then I went to the jukebox. And if you've never been to the Waffle House in the jukebox, you've been to the jukebox before in the Waffle House? No. I've only been to one one time. Dude, Waffle I grew House. up in Georgia. Like, I've been to a yeah, million I, Waffle I Houses. I went to Mississippi. Coffee, coffee at 9 a.m. It's the greatest. If you go to the jukebox at Waffle House, here's the trick. Okay? They have all the songs that are hits or whatever. But they've got, people don't know this, on the left side of the menu, when you're looking down at the, the whole glass shield, there's like a series of songs that are just Waffle House songs, right? Like, Waffle House is the greatest. <laughs> and I played one that was like super annoying. <laughs> it's, a true it's a true story. I put in $20. Oh, God. That's unbelievable. It was 25 cents a song, and I fired a 20 in there. And I put, I put nothing but the same Waffle House songs over and over. <laughs> they literally they told me they wrapped my they took my food they wrapped it up and they told me to get out <laughs> and when I left and I'll never forget they took the like you could see in the window and shit because there's a window right here they took the fucking jukebox and they they, they shoved it and then they yanked the shit out the, out the wall <laughs> they yanked the cord that was plugging it in out the wall they were fucking irate <laughs> I was 17. I was an asshole. An unbelievable asshole. I'm like, $20, suck a dick. Yeah. They're like, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. awesome. I'm sorry, I'm so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was good. I've, I've, I've yeah. definitely done that. I've definitely done that. Um, uh, you ever been kicked out of a place? 
Yeah, I've done a lot of shitty things. Um, yeah. Dude, um, I've been kicked yeah, out of so I was many fucking out of that bars. Bar for the hall, I've been kicked out of that bar for doing the uh, the grinding. Oh my god, dude! I've been in DC, dude. I can't believe there's not posters of me. I've been kicked out of so many fucking bars and restaurants. Um, I've told I've told the story before. The 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 Marine buddy of mine who came. You may have heard this. We, we can wrap on this. Um, he got back from Iraq and then he called me. You know, he he was already drunk when he called me. This is a great story. You can say this on the air. I've told most of this on the air already. But basically, he was like, come meet me downtown. Come meet me downtown. Let's go look at some fucking titties. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, man. No, that guy would have been great at the Capitol, right? <laughs> dude. <laughs> no, he needs to be an MK, dude. Like, Anyway, um, so I go downtown, and he wanted to go to Camelot, which is like this famous strip club on M Street. And I'm like, all right, we can go to Camelot. And we get in, and like... He starts grabbing strippers and they oh, call them yeah. whores and oh, they kick us out. Oh my god! It was it was bad, it was bad. And then you know the whole nine yards. Um, I, dude, I Dar- okay. Here's a new one. I've never told this one before. Uh, <laughs> um, so you didn't tell the end of the story. Have I told that on air before? I I, I don't think you should. That's that's <laughs> ridiculous. I don't think you should say that. <laughs> How am I? No, I don't think you should. No. My friend went to pick up prostitutes and then did, and then I left them. They say in the Marines, leave no man behind. I was like, yeah, but what about this situation? Yo, there's a lot more detail in that story. Can we, can we leave him behind? Um, I got kicked out of 18th Street Lounge on New Year's Eve 2006, 2007. Um, so it was me and uh, one buddy, and then a, it, was all, it was a bunch of us. And um, uh, it's relevant to the story, so I'll bring it up. It was me, another white guy, and then it was like all of our buddies who were, there was like four or five black guys, okay? They're all, we're, all, we're all friends. We're all bros. And we go, to the, we go to this club. It's no longer, it doesn't exist anymore. It's called 18th Street Lounge. And uh, I'll never forget, same situation. I'm just here drinking, whatever, like just doing my shit. And all my buddies came, like, bro, we gotta go, we gotta go. I mean, I am used to this point to just getting fucking bounced. Oh my god, I can't even tell what the street fight my friends got into. We got kicked out. We got kicked out and then got into a street fight afterwards. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Another you gotta, story. You gotta wrap, you gotta wrap it. The wrapping is this. The wrapping <clears> is that <throat> I get uh... <laughs> I'll never forget this, dude. This is so funny. So they came to us like, yo, they're kicking us out. I'm like, what the fuck are they kicking us out for? We just and it, you know, you know how New Year's Eve works, it's like $200 all you can drink so you got to pay a fuck ton of money just to get in and they throw us out and we've been there maybe an hour okay and they throw us out and I'm like dude what the fuck and I was like the fuck bouncer bitch blah 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 and uh and my friend goes yo bro this is fu-. he was black he's like this is fucking racial and I'm like yeah this is fucking racial bro <laughs> against Armenians why are you yeah. throwing us out he's like yo your friend took a piss in the fucking um uh, sink behind the bar that no one was using when, when you know, when no one was looking. And I'm like, you're racist ass motherfucker. He didn't do that shit. And then the guy goes away. He definitely did that shit. He goes, bro, I pissed all in that sink. <laughs> he's like, but keep up appearances. And he was like, he's like, you're white. Fucking talk to him. Like I got some card or something. He's like, I'm like, yo, you can't be racist like that. You know, like fucking this bullshit. Anyway, it didn't it didn't work. We couldn't get back in because they caught the guy red-handed, which, you know, he admitted later. And then I won't tell this story because I can't even get into it. One of my other friends, after we got fucking thrown out of a bar on New Year's Eve, 
Uh, and we had rented a, a room at the Mayflower, which was really close nearby. When I was there, Elliot Spitzer had the sex scandal. And then this other dude came by, and my <coughs> friend said the most foul shit to him. I don't know why he said it. He just did. And then them two started scrapping on the street. And it was like, I was like, you know what, man? I need friends who don't like going to jail. That's what I think I need. Dude, you had, your, your Marietta voice just came out. I like that. I, I need friends who like, wow, we, we could actually party and then not go to jail. Uh, no one went to jail, but, you know, that, that it was even a risk. And then one of the other dudes, when we got kicked out, we actually all split up. One, two dudes went to another club nearby, and they got in, and then they got jumped. <laughs> and I'll never forget, he comes back to the hotel room, both eyes fucking swollen as shit. Like, 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 I don't know, man. Like, uh, like Calvin Cater after fighting Max Holloway. <laughs> Just come rolling in. Like, like super, the movie Mass? Yeah, like super fucked up. We're like, damn, dude, you get stung by a bee? What the fuck happened? He's like, nah, these, all these dudes all whooped my ass, man. They just, and they took my, they took my jacket. <laughs> they took, they had, had like a blazer for like New Year's Eve to like look cool. Yeah. And they took his fucking jacket. And, uh, we don't talk much anymore, these, me and these guys, no, you know? No, no. I, I think that was, our, that was our limit, you know? I'm, I'm a loser mostly <laughs> in my life, BC. Yeah, I, but look, where, look, at where, look at us now, you yeah. know? Look at us now. Yep. 41 and terrible and... Yeah, we're doing all right, I guess. What a time. What a time. All right, let's wrap on this. What do you want to say to the audience? Give, give, give them a speech, man. Dude, honestly, they've been so supportive. They've been so cool. Yeah, I mean, one day we'll get merch in your hands. If, if I mean, it's a, it's a freaking debacle, but we're we're almost there. Um, thank you, thank you for patronizing us, so we can patronize you back in return. And um, we're like, you're gonna come? Come on, it, we're, it's coming. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, with that, guys, we love you. We mean it sincerely. We we legitimately love you, and. Um, We'll see you all next time. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.